Hello, welcome to episode number 122 of Show Me Your Mic, the podcast that's all about podcasting, where I interview other podcasters about their podcasts. Can I stuff the keyword SEO anymore at the start of the show? Thank you very much, Google Translate, for picking all those up for me. For this episode, I've got Andrew Clues on. He's the host of the Motoring Podcast, as well as Rearview, a couple of podcasts that are about cars, as you might guess, and an interview show, and then also just a weekly motoring news show. And on the episode, we talk about the usual kind of stuff, the gear that he uses to record the show, the software he uses to edit the show, the websites he uses to publish the show, and also how he incorporates things like Patreon and uses a podcast like his to reach out to PR folks and other people, interesting folks in that industry, and how a podcast is a great way to open doors that you might not otherwise get to walk through if you didn't have a podcast. If you're brand new here, you can find past episodes of the podcast over on goodstuff.fm. You throw a slash SMYM on there and you'll see all the past episodes. And be sure to check out while you're there at goodstuff.fm all the other shows we do. There's a podcast called Way Too Seriously where Jan and Paul walk through movies and take them a little bit too seriously, walk through kids' movies and take them a little too seriously. There's also the Good Stuff Morning Show with brothers Kyle and Kenny who talk about all sorts of fun stuff and have lots of fun with uh, games and science and tech news and the Good Stuff Morning Show. That's what it is. There's also uh, the At YouTube podcast, so if you're a YouTube fan of any sort, or maybe you're just a music fan who's casually interested in YouTube, you can check that out. And also uh, Icebreaker, a podcast all about hockey, North American hockey, primarily, I think. I don't know if they have hockey over in England very much, where Andrew is from, but bring it all back. <laughs> Enjoy my interview and our conversation with Andrew. Welcome to the show, Andrew. First of all, let's start with that. <laughs> Oh, thanks for having me, Chris. It's, it's great. It's, it's awesome to be on here, I have to say, because uh, I've listened to your show, all the great episodes um, <laughs> from from way back. Uh, and I found uh, other people on the internet because of you, uh, the Character Crusade podcast in particular. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I am now uh, follow them and chat with those chaps, uh, and they're, they're, that's excellent. So you have done a wonderful service bringing all these different people who have podcasts to the rest of us. So thank yeah, you. I know. It's one of those things where it feels like, well, especially back when I started it, it was like, well, even back then there was whatever, two years, two or three years ago, whenever that was, there's lots of podcasts about podcasting and people would do the like interview thing with other podcasters, but it, it feels like, and it still feels like to this day that most of them are like, there's a bit of the gear nerd stuff, but a lot of them, it's all about how can you get successful with podcasting or make money in podcasting. And that's like certainly a, a side goal. Like obviously if someone said to you or I, Hey, here's hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand quid, as you say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'll help you. You can, you can go make your podcast. That'd be great. But like, yeah, some of us are just kind of, it's a hobby and it's fun and we like the, to pay for the hobby yeah. with, with some support and stuff, but it's not going to fix our day job, I guess, or get rid of our day job. So, um, no. <laughs> but that's great to hear. Alas, not. Um, and yeah, because I was, I was trying to think, I don't, you weren't ever on the first run or whatever, second run, I guess, of the show, right? To interviewed? Nope. Um, cause you have started, so your podcasts are the motoring podcast and then rear view, uh, yep. is the second podcast that you started a little while ago. And, uh, what, I guess before we get too far, what's, what are the two shows? What are they about? Well, the first one is the motoring podcast, which, uh, in a moment of genius naming by my colleague, Alan Bradley, who's the chap I do it with, we went, uh, straight down the Google juice route and it is what it says on the tin. We talk about motoring every week. In a similar sort of style to a lot of the tech news shows, we knew each other via Twitter and we were uh, DMing each other complaining that no one had made a motoring show like the tech shows we both listened to. 
and we were complaining and moaning and whining about it. And in the end, because nobody selfishly made our show, we uh, we got we got on Skype with each other and we said, should we give it a go? Yes. Okay, then. And we decided we were going to record three episodes. And if we didn't like it, or and if they were utter garbage, we would never speak of it again. But <laughs> we enjoyed it. And they weren't, I mean, they're not great, but they weren't. <laughs> Awful, awful. <laughs> so we, uh, we we launched that and carried it on. And so that's weekly news. But we also then introduced uh, episodes that we call special editions because that ties in with cars as well. Because, uh, again, we we don't really – we're not very imaginative when it comes to naming things. So <laughs> uh, special editions can be car reviews. It can be us going to events. It can be um, deep diving into particular subjects like alternative fuels out there or we drove around um mainland great britain uh in an electric car over six days to see what that was like so that was we would release an episode of that every day that was a special edition so it's that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and then every well typically every wednesday morning the news show goes out of what we've thought is interesting in the last seven days nice and then rear view is the Interview show, interview yeah. show, right? That's separate. And we, I start. I, I released that uh, on the year first year anniversary of Motion Podcast starting. Oh, okay. Um, so we, uh, I, I chat to people from all over who are vaguely interested or connected with the car industry, so or car world. So I've got uh, journalists, TV people, um, designers, uh, teachers. Uh, there was a um, a Forza. A motorsport um, commentator for Forza Motorsport Racing Championship. He was on recently. Oh, nice. Um, photographers. So I'm just trying to capture... Oh, racing drivers as well, sorry. Uh, I'm just trying to capture everybody that likes cars that has something to do with it just to show... Well, there's two reasons. The first one is I'm nosy. And the <laughs> second one... Is, well, three. I'm nosy. I work from home, so I'm lonely. And, <laughs> and uh, also, it's just to show everybody how how wide motoring is in our society and how far it reaches because people just probably aren't realizing it yeah and is it like a, a reoccurring theme on here is like a podcast is a great excuse just to talk to people who you wouldn't otherwise have access to in other venues as, as yeah, many of these absolutely. folks probably wouldn't have just called you up for a chat on a friday afternoon uh, as fun as that and you would have probably had the exact same conversation more or less but <laughs> but yeah saying podcasts behind it obviously uh, allows you to gain entry, I guess, or access to folks that you wouldn't otherwise have access to, which is really uh, cool. Absolutely. Um, and I think Twitter, well, the UK, well, UK-centric car Twitter thing, people are still quite open to chatting with you. Uh, right. I, I, mo- virtually everybody I've had on, I've been in contact with via Twitter first, because um, that's my social media of choice. Yeah, I don't do the book of face, so uh, that's the only way that I I know these people and, and chat to them. And so there's there's usually a bit of history there, so they sort of know me. I'm not just random person yeah. from internet coming on and saying, "Come talk to me." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's how that's how that happens. Yeah. And now I've got sixty something. Sorry, that's dreadful. I should remember sixty something episodes of rear view behind me. And 221, as of today, of the Motion Podcast. You know, it carries a bit of... Oh, and we won an award in the Guild of Motoring Writers. Oh, last nice. Year, this time last year, yeah. uh, as the Breakthrough. Uh, we won the Breakthrough Award. 
Um, so they recognize different mediums um, uh, and we, we won that. So that's, that's really helped us in the last 12 months, actually, by saying and, that. And you mentioned just the, the sort of Britain focus. Like, is there a, you obviously are, well, I think the interview you sent me was uh, someone from Israel, like or a British guy in Israel. Um, yep. But uh, is it sort of British focused in terms of like the kinds of, do you stick to that kind of community? Because uh, obviously with the web, it could be anybody from anywhere. And is that sort of primarily where your audience, you find your audience too, or is it, tend to be universal obviously cars are universal but is the sort of listening audience for you guys Britain podcast mainly is the uk it's actually interesting uh if you're a bit of a stat nerd which i think we all yep. are here <laughs> <laughs> Almost have to be. uh looking at the motoring podcast people listen to that mainly in the uk and mainly via their uh a podcast app rear view we get a wider breadth again, mainly UK, but we do get much wider breadth. But people listen; more people listen to that than we expected on their desktops. Hmm. But, Interesting. But what I think it is, having chatted with a few listeners, is that people dip in and out of people they know or what or are interested in, mm-hmm. and that's how they they go about the um, the interview one. So they're not necessarily subscribing to that one, whereas they want to subscribe to the weekly news. And every other week, get an uh, an extra episode. Yeah, I find that's interesting. I mean, the similar stats even on this show too, where it's like obviously if a a guest brings their own sizable audience and they tweet out about it or whatever, then obviously you see a bit of a spike in that episode. But uh, I know like shows that where I enjoy interviews, like um, Armchair Expert is one that's I've been listening to lately. But I'll subscribe and then just not, you know mark as read or listened or whatever you know folks that I'm not as interested in. So I always find it interesting that people don't take that extra step to subscribe. But I, again, that's the I think the sort of struggle we're up against a bit with. Uh, podcasting being still rather awkward and difficult to explain to folks how to subscribe and and the web player is still fairly common amongst certain demographics i'm sure for uh for listening um does do you as you sort of dipped into the fame side of the the motoring world and sort of had i don't know how high whatever the celebrity level would be b c or d or a or whatever level celebrity you'd have on the show and sort of seen a you know a corresponding bump in in listenership yeah, it depends. Um, we've had a chap called Tom Ford on who did a lot of um, TV work uh, in the early 2000s with a, a show called Fifth Gear. Um, but he he writes for Top Gear magazine uh, and has helped other TV shows out as well, writing and uh, stuff like that. And then he's, I think he's he did Top Gear America, the last, or Top Gear USA, the last one that ran that then got canned, which we never get we never got to see over in the UK. Um, but he's, he's got a new show that's going to come out as well. God, I'm doing an advert for him here. Uh, but <laughs> yes, you, someone like that, they then retweet. Everybody's really lovely and they retweet when they're on and say nice things. Thankfully, I had nobody <laughs> hates being on with me yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> plenty of time for that. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, there are times, uh, and then particularly sometimes with the editors of some of the magazines, cause they're quite well known in the wider right. um, car community, maybe not necessarily people I follow, but they're known outside that. So yeah. Yeah. yeah you definitely, you get a, you know, I'm sure listeners or, or readers of that magazine, let's say, or whatever would be very curious, obviously about what an editor would you know expound upon in greater detail than that. What they might get to in a, in a magazine or whatever, especially if the magazine itself doesn't have any sort of podcast, which is less and less common probably these days, but uh, it's still, oh, still no, no, there's uh, so many, none of them do. There's, oh really? 
No, not in the UK. There's one that does a video chat in a studio to explain the latest um, magazine that's coming out, latest month's magazine. And I've said to them, oh, is there going to be an audio version of this? Because it usually runs about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, and they said, oh, well, we'll look into it. But right. <laughs> they've never done it. And I just thought, well, it's quite easy to strip that. You yeah. don't have to do anything. Just yeah. take the audio out. and. But <laughs> you know, yeah. they, they, they've got to work out that it's got to be worth their their time and yeah. effort and that little Marketing extra cost dollars. in the grand scheme of things. So Yeah. Um, okay, so going back to your podcast and, and just even how you – get that thing out into the world. Speaking of the, whether it's worth your time and effort, uh, just do it. We'll do the gear rundown, I guess, right off the top here. What's going from, you know, mic to computer, et cetera. Uh, what, what are you, what kind of stuff are you using these days for recording? Okay. I have a 2013 MacBook Air into which I directly plug my Blue Yeti, which I got for an absolute bargain a couple of years before I even started because I was wanted to start. And it was on eBay that somebody hadn't done their podcast. So it was brand new in box <laughs> and they never started. And I managed to snap it up for 50 quid and I was oh, nice. delighted. So I thought, well, that'll do because at the time, at the level I was looking into these articles, you must buy the Blue Yeti. That is the only microphone out there, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Which now there are many counter <laughs> articles. Well, it sounds great. Um, that's a that's the thing I think with the Blue Yeti. Like I can hear podcasters all like, oh, you use the Blue Yeti, whatever. But like the um, the thing is, if it's in the right environment and used properly, whatever that might mean exactly. But like you know, it sounds just as good as if because all I can see on our video version uh, is just the the mic cover or whatever. Are you using the Blue Yeti right now? Yep, that's yeah, uh, that's, that's what, what this is. Yep. Yeah, so I, I don't know which mic you actually have there, and I wouldn't have guessed Blue Yeti just based on the whatever sort of sound profiling <laughs> that <laughs> podcast nerds, I guess, maybe you go after. But certainly, it can be, it can sound bad, but so could any, almost any mic. I think. Uh, well, it took it took me ages to to work it out because we went when we started the the podcast, we we didn't know anything. You know, blissful ignorance, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've read way. articles and obviously followed people like Ray and Daniel, yeah. uh, people like that, and, and you know, got to got to know things and thought, oh, it's okay, I know. But then it's not until you're going through things that like you're editing and you're going, I can hear every breath. Yeah. I can hear <laughs> the radiators rattling in the background, or I can hardly hear me at all. It sounds like I'm in a bucket, you know. And then through through trial and error, then I've finally got to a, a setting that I'm reasonably happy at because normally I'm produce i'm recording my podcast in the kitchen downstairs and that's quite an echoey room there's not any soft furnishings today i've nabbed one of the children's bedrooms so it <laughs> nice. sounds a bit nicer which they may have to start sleeping in the kitchen for recording <laughs> nights <laughs> yeah so i was going to guess maybe you're in some sort of home studio you set up because it sounds there's no echo it sounds pretty good <laughs> no, no there's just lots of clothes about <laughs> yeah that's the beauty though of a podcast of even on a video version is you're up against a wall uh for all i know you're yeah like i said in some sort of studio space but on the mm -hmm. other side of the screen just like mine there's a pile of mess there's amps and yep. cords and <laughs> yes yeah, wires everywhere everyone's yeah. been barred please don't walk in <laughs> yeah my kids aren't allowed to walk around the right side of my desk here i have it actually sort of in the middle of the room and every time they they'll try and exit the room with i yell at them to go out the left side you can't because the right side is where all the cables are <laughs> yeah. be this is where the magic trip. happens don't touch the magic yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> expensive cable driven magic so uh all right so and then you're going yeah, into the computer obviously yes. and, no that's my tangent but uh you uh what kind of you have headphones obviously anything special there that you're using for headphones uh, Seinhauser. Uh, i can't Some remember brothers. the exact uh, very they, they were about 
£20. So it's not the ones that are typically mentioned, but I can still hear outside noises. Um, quite often I'm recording. Uh, my wife is away with work, so I need to hear if the patter of tiny feet are coming yeah. <laughs> down the stairs with an issue that I can press mute and go and deal with. So yeah. I, I find it useful that, but it still gives me, um, well, I feel a, a nice nice quality sound and I can pick up on mistakes and stuff like that when I'm editing. Um, I've got a, hang on, yeah, uh, a newer boom arm that I uh, fit the Blue Yeti into. So uh, I obviously break down my recording setup every time I've finished uh, because, funnily enough, people don't like eating their breakfast with the mic in the way. It's very selfish of them. My family is selfish. Yeah, They're not really. They're not. If they listen, they're not. <laughs> uh, so I've got that. Um, Software-wise, oh, I've got a, a Logitech um, HD... Uh, C920, is that? That's the... Yeah. That's the go-to one. one, yeah. Yeah, it was on. It was again offers because I'm cheap. Well, no, I have no money. That's what it is. I'm not cheap. It's just <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was on offer not long ago. Uh, and actually, if anybody's in the UK now, Amazon's. Uh, you've probably got a link, haven't you, for Amazon? Oh yeah, well, like Black Friday day deals and stuff yeah, today yeah. too. It's and... it's something like twenty five pound yeah. in the UK at the minute. So if if you omen oh, and iron about it, go get it because it's really good. Yeah, it's definitely um, worth, I'll say, just as someone who's dabbled in video, you know, obviously with this, but even other stuff, it's it's worth the upgrade from if you have a newer Mac, like I have a 2015 iMac, and the camera, even though it's supposed to be a HD camera, the the Logitech camera is definitely worth the upgrade. It, it allows me to do YouTube videos with it, at least, and, and people comment on how clear it looks um, mm-hmm. without having to spend, you know, an arm or a leg for, for a more professional camera someday down the road, I guess. But um, yeah, so worth the upgrade for sure. Yep. Uh, and that plugs again directly USB straight into the only other spare port on the air, and it's another reason I'm petrified to upgrade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to get a dongle, uh, and I'm petrified that will cause lag and things like that. To record on, I use Hindenburg. I started out with GarageBand, but I use Hindenburg uh, again. It's quite it's very economical as far as audio editing software goes. It's uh, it was about sixty seventy pound when mm. I bought it, but it's, I found the jump up from GarageBand, it just saved me so much time. And that's uh, the, uh, do you use the, like they have the journalist version, I think is sort of Just their, journalist, I'm not yeah. journalist pro. No, yeah. I can't, no, can't, can't do the journalist pro. We need more patrons before I can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that has, I remember a while ago, they were sort of pitching it as a way to like, you could record your Skype call right in it somehow. It had like Yes, a, I can. I, I could if I wanted to. Right. However, I do have an Ecamm call recorder, which I had previously, so I just stick with that. It's one of those, I know it, Yeah, it's quite silly, really. We sh- I should try it out, but I know it works, so I, I keep it doing its thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that, that's how I record my uh, rear view, is with um, call recording. Virtually everybody doesn't um, have their own mic and recording system uh, on the other end. So I don't, I don't even try and ask them to do the most I get to is say, if you happen to have headphones, <laughs> please wear those to stop echoes. And if you happen to have a microphone, but don't worry, that would be helpful, but just don't panic about it. Uh, yeah. And generally it's okay. Sometimes it's been a bit, mm, there's been a couple of episodes have been iffy. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it's getting, I was thinking about this with a client of mine who does, has guests sometimes on and when I edit their podcast and it's, it feels like it's getting to the point now where you can kind of like 
you, you know, normals, muggles, whatever, have <laughs> an understanding of podcasts. And if they're going to be a podcast on a podcast, then, you know, especially if, if it's any sort of like a marketing vehicle or promotional thing or where there's, you know, they have 10,000 listeners or whatever that you should almost, you can almost require a certain level of audio because you're, you know, you're gaining entrance to this platform, basically. Like if, if you got invited onto the Tonight Show or I don't know, whatever the comparable level regional tv show or whatever to talk about your thing you'd you know you might get a haircut and mm. clean up yourself a little bit or whatever for going on and uh but i know it still is that sort of awkward conversation of like with a guest who maybe you don't know if they totally get audio and they're going to be terrified at the idea of microphones and stuff and so then they just say no and we're yeah, yeah we're still kind of like trying to ease people into this world of of talking about their thing i guess on well it's, it's it's fine getting people happy enough to talk about themselves. I mean, it's easy for you because it's podcasters. Yeah, I have. So, yeah, we're, we're happy. We're happy to talk all day. <laughs> no, no problem at all. But most people, you say to them, oh, "I'd like you to come on rear view," and they go, "Oh, but I'm not interesting." And they're like, yeah. And if I know them well enough, it's like, right, you can be quiet now. It's it's my it's my game. It's my toy. I've decided you are interesting enough. So yeah. please, will you come on? <laughs> then it'll go okay, yeah. and and then it, and then I try and keep it a conversational like you're doing here. That your your style, I try and keep it that sort of style. So it's just a conversation, and happen to ask questions you probably would if you're in the pub over a beer. And it's that's the sort of vibe I try and get, and people seem to relax into, it. and it generally works. So yeah, I'm do you do a lot of? Do you end up doing a lot of like? I, it, I'm guessing you sort of do. It sounded like you do the like sort of intro and here's my guest and then just kind of like what I do too, where you know I'll, yeah. I'll do an intro and post. Well, I'll record that later and maybe an outro or whatever. But and then just sort of more or less, you know, aside from a bit of uh, you know ums and ahs or noises or whatever that you have to cut out or conversation tangents that are go nowhere or <laughs> they they reveal the next yeah. uh, Ferrari model or something <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> accidentally on a podcast. But you're more or less like you know just a conversation unedited, straight to tape kind of. Pretty much um, that I've tightened that up slightly as I've gone on because I've got better at thinking, well, that that didn't really mean too much. That doesn't add to it. But originally it was essentially the whole thing and just made it sound decent. Yeah. <laughs> sound listenable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was all I did. Because uh, I've, got, I've got episodes of really massively varying lengths. I've got them from an hour through to over three hours. Right, uh, and because you know, and that, and that poor chap that did that. I mean, he was he was in Finnish time zone, so right. he finished talking at one gone one in the morning, and he was up the next day for work. And right. he's like, "I am so sorry." And he's like, "No, no, I had a great time. I didn't realize what this was at the time." I said, like, "Well, th that's good. Yeah, <laughs> please don't hate me tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where you get someone talking, and obviously they're having fun, and it works out. Is uh, the upgrade when you jump from? I don't know how far back that was in your journey here, but like from GarageBand to Hindenburg. Um, yeah. Do you remember sort of the transition? What kind of if someone's thinking of doing that? I guess what what were some of the tough points and what were some of the oh my goodness this makes things life so much easier kind of moments of of switching the the biggest thing for me was that it does the sound leveling mm. on the way out on the way in and the way out which just helped me so much because i was forever struggling with that because we had really bad mic technique then as well <laughs> <laughs> so we'd be in and out and then we talk a bit like this and a bit like that and we still do it now but we're we spot each other doing it and we're frantically waving on camera to each other so we notice so we, we don't do that. But the the what it does automatically helps so much. Um and then I just found the shortcut keys just worked 
much more intuitively with yeah. Hindenburg. Um, I not really had any struggles apart from the more um, plugins you add, the longer it takes to process a uh, an episode. I mean, I've got I I use uh, a gate. Uh, I sometimes use the inbuilt because um, it's got an inbuilt voice profiler where it will try and even things out itself and make it sound a bit richer. Because I think it's more aimed at radio journalism, right? Than say necessarily just podcasting or it's not. It's not like a musician's tool that has been adapted to spoken word. So, um, and I found, uh, but what? Uh, so, sorry, that's another point that I found useful. But um, the uh, I do that. I do uh, what was the isotope? I think. Yeah, Isotope, because that was on sale. <laughs> Going yeah. back to a theme here. <laughs> uh, Ray Ortega tweeted out and said it was on sale four or five months ago, something like that. And it was, again, a steal. So I grabbed that and I used the voice deno- denoise more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, and that has in- slowed down processing. So now if it's an, say it's an hour-long show, it takes about 15 minutes to process on my tiny wee computer. Poor, poor little thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I noticed when I upgraded from a. I had a 2011 Air and then I went to an iMac. Is like editing time when you're actually like chopping up a show or whatever. That doesn't really change. That's you know it's going to take as long as it takes you. But but yeah, the process of being able to hit export or or apply a filter or yeah denoise or something like that instead of taking minutes at a time, it was you know seconds or whatever. And so it just yeah. allows you to keep moving in your workflow a little nicer. But there's no reason that you can't get get the work done it's just yeah whether if you've got if you've got the time <laughs> no because that, that, while it's doing that i'm finalizing the show notes say it's the weekly yeah. news show i'm finalizing the show notes because now i've i've picked the title from our show which is one of us has said something a little bit silly or a little bit insulting to the other one so i'll use that as the because i'm not clever like you i didn't just start with the number and leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> see i always put some little saying and then yeah before Till, until very recently, I would put a whole list of uh, relevant words to the news items. Right. But with Apple's, will you please stop keyword stuffing titles and show notes and stuff like that, I was panicked that they were going to remove ours. So I've taken that out and just put the date and the little pithy one line uh, and the episode number. Right. Because, again, I did it wrong. I call it episode and a number, you know. I shouldn't have done that. If you want to know how to do things the the incorrect way. <laughs> it's not too late to switch. I just actually, a client of mine, they have a popular tech web podcast and I've helped them just in WordPress. I mean, it depends on the CMS that you're using too as to how easy it is. Because I know sometimes naming the file or the episode with the number uh, either at the front of it or or just the number as the URL slug uh, isn't isn't always possible, and it kind of barfs on that because of duplication or whatever. But mm. but yeah, just switch now subtly, and we'll see if I know I know there's some number of whatever if they have ten thousand listeners, there's maybe fifty people that'll appreciate that it, it now just you know the URL ends in just the number of the episode. Um, but for those fifty folks, hopefully it's it's that much nicer. But yeah, I know it's it's a one of those things where you set a pattern in place and then you realize oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually I was yeah. going to say with Isotope too, actually, the, I'm assuming it's the RX-7 or RX-6, whatever it was at the time. Yeah, RX-6. That, yep. Yeah, that sort of bundle is, it's great and it works awesome and it's worth the the money for sure. It's kind of like the secret sauce of, of podcast editing almost at this point. But just be aware that once you're sort of, not that you have to upgrade every year, but once you're on that 
train of using RX, it becomes uh, like a, a one of your legs that you're walking with basically in podcasting. And you're going to basically keep having to, whether you know every version or every couple of years, you're going to be basically committing to that in a sense. Because this just this year, I have RX, I had RX six and RX seven came out, and I looked at some of the stuff. I was like, oh, I don't need it. I'm fine. And then they hit me with the upgrade promotion and and some of the features, and I was like, oh, that looks really good. I should probably just get it. And so, yeah, yes, but we I'm, like new stuff as well. Oh yeah, that's the problem too. <laughs> <laughs> it feeds that uh, that side of our brain, the dopamine hit or whatever that we need yeah. to get something new and shiny that. <laughs> But yeah, Cost absolutely. Because because the RX six, I was I was blown away at how what difference it did make, from from just essentially two or three clicks, and then this is wonderful. Yeah, I sound great now. <laughs> or or you don't hear the things I don't want you to hear. <laughs> yeah, point. exactly. Because I was uh I I I did download um oh what's it called here? Hang on a second. Uh, Audacity. Sorry. Because I would, I, there's a very occasion. Well, it happens more often with the uh, rear view calls, but I use their noise remover. I think it is the the plugin that's in there or noise reduction, right? And um, just to take out, there's, there's quite often a hiss or something in the background, so it's just to remove that from a quiet spot, and then it removes it from the whole track, and then I can get into throwing it into Hindenburg and just edit normally. Yeah, um, but I so I still keep Audacity on this computer just for the just in cases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I know it works, and I yeah. and I haven't dug deep enough into Isotope yet to see whether I can actually fix that without having to do that. The other one, I, I don't know if this audio will work here, so forgive me if it comes out really loud or maybe it doesn't actually work at all. But the other plugin in there that I've used a lot, but just like on a spot plugin or a spot fix, um, when it's because I don't run it on a whole track, but is there plosive? limiter or fixer or whatever basically so like the hot popping peas and things that if they don't have a uh, uh, wind filter or whatever on the front of the mic or they just start you know have maybe some gain or whatever turned up really loud and those but um some of those like it's it's one of those things where in editing it feels like is it, is it really worth it do i need to stop and do this and then but uh with so this is rx7 which i'm pretty sure rx6 had something like this as well it it's they boast about it being that much better in RX-7, so take it for what it will. But anyway, so I'll play it before and after. That I think this will work here of a couple, and just it it kind of just makes it like magic where it doesn't mm-hmm. you don't even hear it anymore. Hopefully, but here we'll just try this. Okay, tons of power from. So there is a pretty good P. Tons of power from. Tons of power from That's the after, where it's just gone. And did that come through for you? No, no. Oh, but I'm yeah. but I'm nodding along because. Okay. <laughs> keep going it's all right keep going it's probably yeah i've got you on the i will hear it on the podcast later yeah exactly (laughs) see everything works and then it doesn't i'll do one more here just for fun and uh and you can nod along as well so here's the before Hmm. pillowy that wasn't the that was the after actually (laughs) i've got them in the wrong order that's your your aha looked backwards so here's the before Hmm. pillowy and the after Hmm. pillowy when it works, it works really well, and you're like, okay, that was worth every penny is the kind of the gist of what I'm getting at. And not to say that you have to upgrade to that or buy it even at all. Like like you said, Hindenburg has some basic noise reduction. Most apps have some sort of noise reduction. This is kind of like the – if you've got a really bad episode and you're making money from it or you're – you know, it's a hobby that's worth your time and effort and money, um, then it's it's kind of a no-brainer to pick up whatever the latest version. And just watch for – if you just watch for a sale like you did, um, I know, yeah, like Ray Ortega is really good about 
tweeting those out and I'll put a link to his Twitter account because he's great at mentioning those. And I usually just retweet him because yeah. And and Daniel does um, as yeah, well podcasts. because he's, he's got his um, deals Twitter handle, hasn't he? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, if you're, if you're looking for gear um, or, or stuff like that, definitely follow Daniel as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to go back. Oh, sorry. To, uh, one last thing about Hindenburg though. Oh yeah. I found a really great thing was that, Cutting the spoken word audio and stitching together to an, another piece, say there was an um in the middle or the, your your Skype went a bit skew-iffy, it's got some magic in it that meshes it together and usually it does it really well. If you can cut it in the right place, which right. is at the, at the very bottom of a trough, uh, and stitch them together, then you don't know there's a cut more often than not. Whereas with GarageBand, I was finding it was, yep, there's a cut and there's a cut and there's a cut. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was, uh, I, from a, just from the audio I'm producing, the, the quality of it, it just, it, I felt it increased it a lot. Yeah. At that point. And those are the things that make, uh, like you might be editing it, your own podcast and a little bit annoyed with it, but those are the kind of things that often will cause people to turn off a podcast and not stay subscribed. Like as, unless the content is so amazing that they just have to, um, you know, especially on a first time run or listen or whatever for somebody, um, yeah, really rough audio stuff that feels like you just think, ah, oh, whatever, get, you'll, they'll get over it or whatever <laughs> uh, is, is worth massaging a bit and, and spending a bit of money on anyways to fix if you can, just cause uh, it definitely helps sort of ease that. I'm thinking of even situations where like, I know my wife will play a podcast on the speaker and we're kind of talking while we're making supper and listening to a podcast, maybe or whatever. And if it's really low level or lots of noise or whatever it, you know, we'll inevitably skip that podcast or that episode at least just cause it, it's too hard to try and listen over the, the noise of everything else in the house at <laughs> yeah, around that yeah. time. So no, cause we, we did a, we put out a questionnaire not long ago. Um, just around the time of our third year of going, uh, and just just double checking that what we were doing is what people wanted to listen to, and, and they were generally happy with what we're doing. And we we left certain areas open for extra comments, and and one of the ones that I wasn't expecting was people saying, uh, we got one comment was, could you reduce the, the ums and ahs in it? Mm. That the, there's too many of that, and I was, and I always left some in because I thought that sounded more natural in how we would speak and then sort of went, okay that's no problem I can take them out it's going to take me a little bit longer but I can take them out <laughs> uh, but, but I just wasn't I wasn't I because it just goes to show my perception was different from somebody listening as you just said there you know it's we'll produce something and go well that's right and someone will listen to it and go well no because of this this or this I'm like I, I, that's you've just made it too hard for me yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is a fine line, obviously, because you don't want to be like, obviously, if, if one person is annoyed by one thing and another person is annoyed by another thing, you could end up spending oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hours <laughs> trying to fix. But, <laughs> but that being said, yeah, it is. A, and that's, I think the ums and ahs is one of those ones where I, I struggle too as an editor uh, of other shows that I like, like that I enjoyed listening to before I started editing them. And now I'm editing them. And I just find myself, or, or even if I'm editing a show with friends or whatever, I find myself, uh, getting sort of lulled on the editing side into just, it's a conversation and I don't even hear the ums and ahs as much, but I know yeah. for somebody who's maybe just like focused on listening and it's uh, uh, similar to like a radio program, obviously you might be more annoyed or 
bothered by uh, excessive, whatever that amount might be, or more than five, I don't know, whatever the number is. Of, um, well, do you find yourself when you're editing, by the way, do you, is the question I wanted to ask you, when you're editing, do you ever get into a bit of um, almost flow where you are looking for particular sounds and you miss other ones? I mean, the ums and ahs might be a, a thing that you're going, well, that's not the important thing, because I've, I've found I've done this. That's not the important sound I'm worried about. I'm worried about the fact that I know uh, the guest keeps banging the table when right. they're talking to me, and I, I'm looking out for that. Do you find yourself sometimes having to catch yourself that you tune out certain... Yeah, certain low-level or like frequent enough sounds that are you kind of get that idea of like being lulled to sleep by almost like a... There's a pen noise, let's say, of a pen rolling. I remember on one, one show I edited, um, and... And like, it was really annoying at first, but then by towards the end, this would, I think, happen to a listener too. Like if you, it's really noticeable, but then you sort of get drawn into the conversation, you kind of forget it's there. Cause I think on that one, I had sent it over and they hadn't realized what had gone on. And like, it was such a noise in such a way that there was no way to get rid of it. It just had to be there. Yeah. And I kind of, and the, the, the hard part there is then if it's a, like, let's say you had a regular, you know, a leaf blower in the background or something that was going on, then if you cut out your audio, if it's on two tracks, you know, you cut, I cut your audio when you're not talking then it's really almost more noticeable because then all of a sudden it comes back again when you do start yeah. talking. And that's yeah. sort of the the struggle sometimes of like maybe just leaving some of those noises in that are regular. Um, obviously, if it's really obnoxious, you get rid of it as, as best you can. But um, leaving some of those regular noises in just so that it becomes kind of like a constant and is less distracting than if you fade out, fade in, fade in, fade out, fade in, whatever. Um uh, that's kind of, yeah, certainly. But, and then also you kind of get used to, as you would in Hindenburg or GarageBand or other apps, you get used to seeing certain waveform f- looks or whatever from, if you're editing a show <laughs> yes. regularly, you know what a cough <laughs> looks like, or you know what, yeah. whatever, when one guest always does this thing or whatever. And especially when someone else is talking, you can very quickly identify like, oh, they're probably, you know, whatever their cat walked in or something and getting rid of that or whatever, <laughs> whatever. The case well, that's, that's, that's how I edit actually, is I'll have it on normal speed for the first three or four minutes to make sure I've got the sound right. I've got the levels as close to matching up as my ears will tell me they are. Uh, Cause I'm, I'm not pretending to be any remote expert in any of this. It's just, just how I go through this process. And then after that, I'll hit it up to 1.6 speed, uh, which is, I can then I can still understand the words that they're saying, but then I'm looking and I know the pattern of when Alan says um or I say <laughs> my phrase is so yeah, uh, and I'll be cutting that out because yeah. that's the I'm about to ask a question and I've just gone into autopilot while my brain's going, so I'm at least speaking. Yeah, so I could cut that out and then I'm I'm just looking for those those particular sounds and what they look like and I so I can cut and paste or cut and delete quickly yeah and that's as i'm doing it right now that's i know in this show especially my my tick vocal tick is saying yes and into something as i just did because i'm trying to like you know i often would agree with the guest about what they just said and then want to add some extra color from my own side of the the fence to it and so and that's where yeah it's it's trying to like okay balance figure out either a new thing or maybe that's just a thing i do and and that's okay too <laughs> i don't know we'll see if you're out there and you're listening and you think that's so annoying when you do that then let me know on twitter and i i may or may not stop but at least i'll know somebody's listening <laughs> that's the main goal in all this uh i noticed it looks like on your website so publishing then uh from there you obviously create an mp3 do you do anything as far as tagging the file is is hindenburg have like uh, mp3 tagging and stuff or do you not worry nice. about that or think they can i don't we are yeah. very um no it's just it's just an mp3 uh, we haven't gone to 
AI FF or whatever it is that Apple want us to do now. Yeah. Um, I, I can't keep up. No, uh, just keep it as an MP3. Uh, I generally keep it under 50 meg file, so it's either a medium or a low, uh, does they call it medium quality or low quality, uh, is how you can produce, you can do three uh, levels. Right. Um, but I, I try and keep it below 50 meg on a file because you know data and nobody needs to spend all that time downloading to listen to us talk <laughs> it's it's not like we've got masses of sound going on it's just two guys having a chat really yeah uh, generally <laughs> it yeah. doesn't need to be super special um but we use squarespace uh again you know if you want to know how not to or, or we're told not to do it uh but squarespace just makes it and this is no i i don't get any recompense from squarespace by the way on this and i presume you won't either no but (laughs) they just make it so easy to do yes their stats aren't great they are improving but now i have well now i've got over the i must look at my stats every day for eight hours a day and uh because we we are connected through feedburn as well again how not to do things (laughs) (laughs) although we are uh investigating moving the rss stats possibly i'm not sure but i think blueberry are the one place that will do it without us having to host with them because that's all we're after we just need we just want a place that will tell us our stats we don't need to host with them oh because we we we're tied in with squarespace so you know we're we're happy with what we do there um but creating web pages and creating new episodes and put uploading it is just so easy on there because i i hate word space uh word WordPress, WordPress even right i hate that with a passion because i do ha- <laughs> i do help somebody else with um their podcast uh on the quiet and they use wordpress and i i would happily burn it down i find it so <laughs> so horrible awesome. it's yeah. so horrible and so many things can go wrong and do go wrong and i don't know what i'm doing so <laughs> it's just witchcraft <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably a yeah a combination of the two things, obviously, right? Some Someone has familiarity with WordPress, hates Squarespace, uh, or mm-hmm. f- flip it around the other way. I was going to say podtrack.com, I think you might look at, you could look at it as a integration possibly with Squarespace where you could throw the URL in front of that and get okay. some tracking possibly. But, um, and a lot of like, uh, I guess you have hosting for your MP3 with Squarespace. They allow that, yep. right? And yep. so, yeah. Uh, it's all in there in the one fee. It's That's why I'm saying it's so easy. We just chuck it in there. And it's yeah. it's there, and we don't have to worry about it. And they yeah. worry about it if it goes. I mean, it is exactly all the ads you hear on the other podcast. It is exactly that, you know. It's, I, I just and we can make a website look remotely what we want it to look like with <laughs> dragging and dropping, as opposed to having to understand code. Which uh, props to you for doing that because you must have the patience of a saint. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you can ask my kids how patient I am, but yeah, the, the uh, no, yeah, no you're on this is podcast face now. Come on, yeah, very patient. Very yeah, patient. exactly. <laughs> Reality uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it is what you, yeah, and that's where I, having a partner like Kyle Roderick who works with me here, good stuff. It obviously helps a ton because he gets lost in the weeds sometimes of code, and and I don't have to go as deep as he does, and then saves me getting really mad and smashing the screen as some of us would do if we had to live in that so um but yeah i'm happy to to have a bit of that help and and fiddle a little bit but it's yeah you you don't i i want to as i've said before i think i i want to be able to do the podcast thing not 
manage websites when I'm yeah. trying to do a podcast thing. And that's, I think well, that's that, where Squarespace that's, is great. Yeah. That's how we approached it because we thought it's going to be hard enough for us to get up to speed on podcasting. We've got enough to worry <laughs> about there. Let's not add a second thing, which is, right, what do we do with a website? And, you know, if if, there, if there's a way that we can get around that. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm using words, uh, Squarespace. You don't have to host with them. You can use Libsyn or, you know, any of the other hosting yeah. things and do it that way if you don't want to host with Squarespace. But it just the when it comes to the interface with the back end of the website, it, it's just so easy for me yeah and that's where like as you said it started out now obviously tools and things are different than when you started three plus years ago with the podcast is you know a lot of the hosting podcast hosting companies back then even that's all they did is host the mp3 file they didn't even have a website option whereas like we use transistor for our podcast hosting uh audio hosting but and we could host a website with them and and that's where there there's other companies like this so but transistor is the one we're using but um mm-hmm. they well, the nice thing the, when you showed the other week the the back end stuff that looked yeah. really pretty and really simple and easy to follow as well which is not always the way with some of the more um some of the more well-known or longer term hosting sites they are they're visuals are not as as fresh shall we yeah. say libsyn looks like it's running on windows 3.1 that's we can just all say that <laughs> and that is something you know new 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 services obviously have but they like libsyn has been around forever and likely will be around forever mm. for all we know um but yes, yeah something like proper business model yeah <laughs> we like that <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah something like transistor or whatever you can flip on a button and, and they'll build a website for you and that's great and it makes it super easy to do um one thing with i'll say with transistors in a little plug for them because um i don't get paid by them but there is an affiliate code so i guess that'll be in the show notes but at any rate um their pricing model right now that they're using is one price and then multiple shows and then you just pay extra if you go over a, a bunch of downloads so if you're gonna have a moderately popular show you just you never have to pay extra beyond that so like 20 bucks a month i think and you can have as many shows as you want uh which is great for if you're trying out the world of podcasting you might try one show you might try another show you know it's trying to see what sort of lands and what's what sticks for you and listeners um rather than i know when i started podcasting anyways it was kind of like 10 15 bucks a month and it was stressful because like i was like well if i do this then i'm committing to this show (laughs) and this idea and if i delete it then the show disappears forever um and so this kind of like frees you up a little bit mentally i guess if you're like me four or five years ago whatever that was um but anyways, I digress. So that's yeah, but, it, but it takes time to find what you want to do as well. What you may think, oh, this is the way we want to go with a with a podcast. You get into it and go, actually, I've run out of things to say now. <laughs> yeah, actually, now I've been talking to these people. I want to try this, or you find a different way of presenting it as well. You know, it's not, maybe not just the uh, you know two microphone. You know, you want a group of people, and that's a different thing. You know, it, it to be given the opportunity to play around that sounds like they do that you can you can really experiment that i think that's that's a wonderful thing to have that option now yeah yeah exactly so um so yeah check them out and and make me rich with the affiliate code is all i'll say (laughs) that's my as much of a sponsor pitch i guess as we unsponsored sponsor pitch uh, as you get in this show anyways for now um uh, let's see where I was going to go next with uh with with your podcast so you're able to run that both podcasts though i guess on squarespace right you're running yes there, both there, shows there's off two the one. there's two shows in the one website yeah so because it's just a different uh page that creates a different feed yeah yeah so. which is again a handy way of uh it's it's substantially somewhat more complicated i guess if you don't know what you're doing for sure in wordpress to set up something like that with two shows coming out of the same cms basically and so that's another uh 
check in the box of uh, Squarespace anyways, or a site like that. So, yeah. um, so any, I guess on that note, I guess now that you've done, so the, the motoring podcast is you and your friend and never having guests or rarely, or is it? Uh, some of the special editions we've right. had so, um, some sort of round table versions. Uh, we did one on alternative fuels uh, six months after we started. And that was the first time we knew that the industry listened to us. So people from manufacturers, car manufacturers, we're listening to our podcast, oh, nice. which was a bit of an eye-opening moment. <laughs> she was sort of going, oh, that's brilliant. Oh, what did we say? Hang on. <laughs> but fortunately, it was all good. And, you know, and it was very complimentary what they said as well. And that's when we started to really reach out to manufacturers and say, hi, you know, because when we started, because Alan and I are, are not spring chickens, we're not 18-year-olds who've started a free WordPress website and gone we've got this website give us a lamborghini please you know we we're old enough to realize that it's a business and everything costs money so we introduced ourselves when we first started to all the uk based pr teams and said hi we're here this is what we we're trying to do with this we hope you listen if you've got any feedback it'd be great and hopefully in time we can work with you and leave it at that and we got a lot of good lucks it's great to see somebody new coming in trying to do something a bit different because at the time, there was really only one car podcast, uh, and it is the granddaddy of car podcasts in the UK. Um, Gareth Jones on Speed, uh, he used to present a lot of TV uh, back in the uh, 90s and early 2000s. And one of his co-hosts is the, uh, oh, I've got to get his title right, editor, script editor for Top Gear and now The Grand Tour. Uh, and they've got their their friend who is incredibly clever on there as well, and they've been going for eleven, twelve years now. Um, so they they have many downloads, many many thousands of downloads, and they are well known and everything. But we still had to introduce the concept of podcast to quite a few of the car manufacturers' PR departments, and that. So not only were we introducing ourselves as new people, but we were introducing here's a new medium you've probably not thought about that could be viable for you yeah. <laughs> and, and and some did d- were into podcasts and that's where they found us first uh but um yeah it's, that's that's been interesting but like i say getting the award last year from the guild of motion writers in the uk when we can say that in an email suddenly people take us seriously a bit more right. seriously and go all oh, right these aren't you know they're, they're in this for the long haul type thing or they're doing something worthy of us at least giving them some attention uh, and on the back of that, we've we've got you know we've now got people getting in touch with us. Yeah, which, which there's two crazy. interesting points there of like reaching out to like PR folks in your niche, whatever your topic might be, because uh, often PR folks um, or journalists too, for that matter, in your industry are are hungry for a new story or an angle for to promote their thing, whether it might not be a sponsorship thing, but it might just be a, an interview spot or somebody who wants to come mm-hmm. on, or they might promote your show as a result of hearing about it. Um, and knowing that they can trust you with their, their brand or their, their content or their, whatever their star or whoever they're representing. Um, and, and yeah, that you're a reputable, <laughs> that you, yeah, you're able to write yeah. an email with coherent words. It's not just a, uh, you know, a YouTube channel that's going to disappear in a week or whatever when you get bored with it or something. So, um, which is cool. And that's, I, I often struggle with how to, 
find even like reaching out say with podcasting or whatever obviously there's many different podcasting gear companies and things like that and it always often feels like i think on the internet you can feel like overwhelmed at all the other shows that are in your industry or in your niche or whatever and of course you know they wouldn't approach they wouldn't want to be on your show they'll be on those more popular shows or whatever you perceive to be more popular and uh and i've been surprised like nothing crazy but just like reaching out to companies like sure or, or whatever that they'll they've sent a mic to test or whatever and like those kinds of things can happen again because of the medium of podcasting and if you're willing to put off a professional vibe <laughs> in some yeah manner but and- you 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 do you've done this for a particular reason Right, and that's your unique selling point, and you you present it in a particular way that either people are going to like or they're not. Right, and because of the reason that you've decided you wanted to do this show in the first place, it's like with us with the the, the car one, is we didn't we there wasn't a show there, so we had to do it, and we're still mm-hmm. bitter of the fact that we've had to do it because uh, everyone else is so selfish. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know we we've, we've gone out and you do you know you're saying the same thing here. No, I'm I'm approaching you because I think that this is a realistic because you you know you're you're an adult you're not a child about this you're going I've got this show I do this I have these many listeners this is the sort of interaction we get I'd like to do this with you does that appeal yes or no mm-hmm. and they and they will appreciate that professional approach because you're saying this is what I can offer you and that's what we that's what we've done with the car people is we've gone this is what we can offer you no one else is if we do a car review it's generally between 35 45 minutes so that's 35 45 minutes that somebody is hearing me and alan talk about one particular car Mm-hmm. And, and and we know that people will listen to 87% of that episode so they are just dropping off when we do our routine goodbye basically you can't get that with a youtube you can't get that with a magazine you can't get that with a um a website people don't spend that amount of time taking in that amount of long form content Mm mm-hmm so that's that's what we offer and that's what you're saying there you know that's what people have to remember is we're we're all very good. I'm cracky. I'm British, so I'm I'm one of the world's worst at. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Oh, I'm a little bit embarrassed to ask. And oh, yeah. well, if you'd be so kind and all that sort of stuff. But there's times you have to get over yourself and say, "Hang on." I mean, you Canadians are just as bad as us. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we have to sit there and go. Actually, I do add value. I do give value. Otherwise, these people would not be listening. And we've been told by PRs, they said, you know, you don't have the world's biggest audience, but for particular stories we want to tell or messages we want to get out, you are absolutely perfect for that. You are spot on. And we know that your audience really, really listens and understands and is intelligent and gets the concepts you are talking about. And that's incredibly valuable to us as PR. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that, that doesn't happen in other mediums as much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I think also too, the, that's the the good side of like reaching out to those PR folks and, or the, uh, the admirable side, but also, like I said, sometimes I know when I've reached out to PR folks and even in non-related, like they just need a thing, they need to check a box where they've, they've done some sort of marketing effort with something and, and do a little write up and for their boss or whatever. And so they, your podcast comes along as the perfect opportunity for them to 
they just have to you know send you some assets maybe send you a maybe a test drive or or test out some gear or review some software or whatever your niche might be um and they're more than happy to do it they just were waiting they don't know where to begin looking because everything they go to apple podcasts and all the shows look the same they have no real other than you know like a top in tech or whatever they have no real barometer for for what is good or bad or what things that might yeah. be uh, yeah not worth investing in and and they just like you as a whatever if you're a 5000 download or maybe you're a 1000 download or maybe you're a 50 download episode uh, podcast there's pr people for f- brands firms people whatever celebrity you know whatever the thing is who aren't a list or b list or c list just like you and you can pair up with those folks as well that are ha- hungry for a place for their thing to be talked about or reviewed or interviewed or whatever the the medium is or the the format is so um yeah it's it's definitely worth asking it also depends if you can if you can show you get really good interaction as well even if you've got a smaller audience i mean this is and we're veering a little bit into the um click uh pounds or dollars per click type advertising (laughs) that's not applicable to so many podcasters however going out and asking for sponsorship is applicable to many. They just think that's the only model that can happen. You can do bespoke. I mean, this, is, we, this isn't something we've done yet and is probably something we have to go down the, the route if we're going to grow in any way further than what we're doing. And that's a, probably a decision we have to have behind the scenes is, is, this, is this what we're doing good enough or do we want to do other things? But... Um, is you can go and say, well, yeah, okay, it's not viable for twenty dollars per thousand downloads because I'll end up with fifty pence. But look here, look at look at the interaction, look at look at Twitter, look at all the conversations we have following an episode go out, or look at this, or or look at my uh, the comments underneath an episode, or whatever it is that it, how it however it happens for whatever niche you're in, and you can turn around and go here smaller uh, you know seller of things we've got an audience ripe for you to be in front of let's try it shall we try it at you know we're not going to charge you thousands and thousands of dollars or whatever it could be hundreds yeah let's give it a go for a month and see what happens you know it's we i that sometimes i get a little uh frustrated when i see these like particularly the listicles from people who don't really know <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm an expert or anything either. I'm not, but it's just I've listened to enough podcasts about podcasts now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, you know I've always got degree education in it. You know, <laughs> but that's what podcasting gives you. Um, yeah. But or listening to podcasts is you know, oh, you must do it this way because I've read this on another article, so I'll put it here at number three, and it just shows it's a bit different from the other listicle I've stolen this all from. Yeah. You know, there, there's different ways of us doing this, and if you're interested in going for money, because of course not many, you know, not, that's not for everybody. Like yeah. you said earlier, it, this is the hobby. Let's have fun. I'm doing this because I enjoy it type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of money, the the one I know you do, you mentioned, I think earlier too, the Patreon support. And so you've chosen yes. to go that route as far as getting sort of a bit of crowdfunding in. Um, yep. How long ago did you start that? And what has been sort of the, the story there for you guys? Oh, uh, that, when did we do that? That's been going a while now, at least 18 months, I think. Okay. Um, and we've, we we've got uh, oh I'm going to sound very ignorant here. 
Um, but Alan's got all the keys to it, so I don't check it that often, um, it, which is dreadful because if anything happens to him, I've got no passwords. <laughs> something we do <laughs> right. talk about quite regularly. <laughs> yeah, it's important to have access to things. That, <laughs> yes, we have, we have discussed this. <laughs> it looks like you have about uh, on current, like that's what's nice about Patreon is everyone can see, obviously. It's kind of public, but is it 10 eight patrons, or nine, something like that? 10? Yeah, you're up to 10, yeah. 37 per month. So it's, you know. Yeah. Which pays off, pays our hostings and puts a little bit to one side for us to build up uh, a bit of a bunch if we need a bit of equipment. Um, we, we always need equipment because we're a podcaster. <laughs> we always need equipment. Always, yeah. But, but um, you know, maybe we, we're going away uh, to a driving day with a company and um, they're putting us up the night after, but we need to be there at nine o'clock and it's the other end of the country. We need a hotel. So it pays for the hotel or maybe insurance or things like that. You know, it's, it's, it's we we try and build up a little bit of bunts into it. Uh, obviously, yeah. the, the more would be much better. And it looks like you have um, like obviously a couple of levels of support. Just that's what's kind of interesting with Patreon is obviously you know deciding on whether you just like throw it wide open for whatever, or you you know try and like tier it and mm-hmm. um, and so a few different levels of support where you you know obviously just get notified if you just get a dollar, if you get two dollars, you get uh, what is it puts your name in a special supporter section on the site. Uh, yeah, then, we don't actually do all the things we said we we're going to do yet. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. A lot of we're dreadful <laughs> Patreon folks. You set it up like this would be great, and and I know that's what we we just soft launched uh, our good stuff Patreon. Like I have my own one at patreon.com slash iChris, but uh, the what's interesting there is folks have supported me, and they kind of just want to support. It's a place to support what I do, and they give money their friends or friends of friends or listeners or whatever. And I've asked them multiple times, like, okay, do you want me to give you behind the scenes, you know, whatever, all that kind of fun stuff that you think, and there's more like 99% of them are, they just want to help me and all that extra mm. stuff is fine, but that's not why they're subscribing or, or supporting. Um, but yeah, so with our, we soft launched the good stuff on patreon.com slash good stuff. If you want to check it out, actually I should just double check. I don't think we got put a, an a FM at the end. Yeah. Patreon.com slash good stuff. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and we've got our first supporter, which is great. Um, thanks moon dazed if you're out there and you're listening. Um, and we had, she supported at the level of, uh, I think it was $5. I want to say where we said like, like what you guys have, where a, a monthly ish hangouts with good stuff, hosts chatting about stuff. So now it becomes a question of like, so what do you do? You have one supporter. <laughs> do you get everybody together, you know, monthly and starts like, you almost, you kind of have to practice what you preach where you're going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. And people are supporting you, so you got to do it, which is great. Um, but yeah, getting everybody together to chat for one patron is could be kind of funny and awkward. So we'll probably just do it as a group hangout on Google Hangouts or something, and and whatever. But uh, but yeah, it is kind of like following through, and then and whether people, like I said, are, are supporting you just because they want to throw you a couple bucks because they like like listening to the podcast, but they don't they don't really want more stuff from you that they have to listen to or watch or whatever. Um, but yeah, what's I guess I'm rambling now on our what's your story. Yeah, the other problem for us is that we've both got day jobs. So we're very conscious when it comes to creating more content that becomes yeah. tricky. Particularly if uh you know if I say I've got a week where suddenly I've got three rear view guests can can do it and typically that's evening and you know and then there's one night that I'm doing the podcast uh, the the new show recording and suddenly there's my week gone yeah. <laughs> you know? and it's then you think but because we've got a bit of a backlog of car reviews to do because uh i had a few i've i've had a few because alan's invariably calling in from some hotel around europe or britain and i'm based at home so i can test the cars because i'm here 
otherwise it's a bit of a waste for him to leave it in a car park at Heathrow or something like that. Yeah. That doesn't the, the PRs don't tend to react too well to uh you've just parked our car up and left it. That's that's not what we wanted. <laughs> How are you going to give that a review? Yeah. <laughs> so um so it it's finding the balance for us because if we were I mean the ideal dream would be that we do this full time. But because we have proper grown up jobs that pay mortgages and things, we'd have to suddenly increase our income via the podcast dramatically. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> many many folds more <laughs> to make that viable because we just couldn't afford to do it the other way because we've we've yeah. got dependents you know so you can't just yeah can't like just you said, throw these things you're away. Not eighteen. No, no. I mean <laughs> that, that, and that's the, that's the downside, but I think it means that when we do decide to do a, a particular special edition in a certain way, we've thought it through and it's. It's for something we really want to discuss and we think the listeners really want to hear about. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't we don't have the ability to have too much fluff. Right. We can't carry it because we don't have the time to deal with it. Yeah. So we, we really go after stuff we really want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think that's it's it's an interesting world of like because uh, I noticed you maybe you still do this sometimes. Or like you have your for Patreon folks, they can tune into the Google Hangout recording sometimes. Or yep, that's right. Every yeah. every uh, as long as technology will allow. Yeah, uh, depending on hotel Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> because Alan has phoned he has called in via his iPhone from Europe whilst recording. We do double enders now, which again, if anybody's new to podcasting. This is the one thing that you hear everybody say and you go, ah, be all right. No, do it. Trust me, just do it. It's one of those that sounds like it's a a faff, but it has saved us so much since. Uh, We we were only doing uh, Skype, Ecamm, Call Record, and the sound difference for when we suddenly went to double double enders, even before I I improved my ham-fistedness on editing – uh, is remarkable. So just do that, please, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So if you're brand new, double ender is just basically when they both people record their end of the conversation with whatever means QuickTime, uh, yeah, anything on your computer. You're recording your local copy, they're recording their local copy. You can still do a chat over Skype or Google Hangouts and have that mm-hmm. recorded as well. And it's good to do that as a backup. But um, but then, yeah, you the editor person takes both files, lines them up nicely, and it sounds much better than getting skype compression although having i should knock on wood or whatever but like this call we you between you and i was i was just noticing like the skype video quality I, skype has gotten bashed left right and center by podcasters and rightfully so for many years but whatever microsoft is doing behind the scenes has dramatically improved skype so if it's been a while yeah. since you've tried it and i'm not saying it's going to work flawlessly for you because i still don't completely trust it but um w- since i've restarted show me your mic using ecam live which then requires me to use skype uh for the the conversation the video and audio quality has been tremendous to the point where 90% of the time i i kind of like well i could get your audio but honestly the audio i got from you is, is like 95% of the way there and um so having said that of course i'm going to find out after i stop this that skype poop the bed somehow <laughs> what i no, have but, is I, just but static, I agree but... i i've noticed that recently as well uh the interface i hate then when they yeah. updated to this recent the ui is awful i can't yeah. i cannot i don't understand how they sign that off but i have been doing uh rear view calls with video 
recently as opposed to I was only ever audio because I was so petrified of yeah, bandwidth, bandwidth and, and yeah. not just well my end's usually all right but because I, w- I would physically plug it in I don't now I'm on wi-fi um, and it's still amazing so I totally agree with you whatever they're doing back end to improve the quality well done Microsoft now do that to the rest of it please yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you can record on Skype now as well which yeah. we never had which we yeah. never had. So yeah, podcasters these days have it so easy. <laughs> they do not back in the good uh, old days like we did. <laughs> One thing I was asking the guests recently is just is if there's obviously it looks like you use Twitter a lot. You mentioned that earlier. Um, is there anything that works better than than anything else for as far as promoting the show that you found without obviously just you know dumping a bunch of money on some sort of ad campaign? I don't or know that none of us have. I don't those. know. I only use Twitter. Yeah, that is that is all. Our growth is purely organic. We have never put an advert out there. Mm-hmm. We've never gone down that route, even though we've got emails with, oh, Google Ads, here's $100 worth of yeah. ads you could have, you know, and <laughs> or Facebook thing. You know, we've never we've never done that. Um, I think we've actually stopped publishing to a Facebook group because Facebook have made it so hard to automatically publish to them. They want you to publish separately yeah. in them because, you know, they – well done. Anyway, I can't stand it anyway, so I, I, I don't know. Alan has to deal with that side of things, thankfully. Yeah. Not me. Because <laughs> I just sit there with my tinfoil hat on and uh, <laughs> say, look, I'm safe. <laughs> but Twitter is the is our main social media, and that is the way we have got the message out and got in touch with people, and that's how we interact with most people as well. So it's it's just worked for us. Uh, again, you know, if we what I was saying before, if we decide that we want to really increase or expand how we do things or suddenly try and push for a, a much bigger audience, I think we'd have to look down those routes, but that's yeah. not a conversation we've had yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's always, there's always just something else you have to do and not have time to do it. It seems when you have yeah. podcasting yeah. as a hobby. So I guess well, if in, you're taking it seriously, yeah. even if it's a hobby, if you're taking it seriously and that's, that's what we've tried to do. And show that we're doing okay. We're not on this full time, but we take it prop. We're, we're taking this properly seriously, mm-hmm. and we're giving it appropriate attention. And we are trying to produce something of quality, or what we feel is quality. You know, that's yeah. always <laughs> subjective. <laughs> but what we feel is is quality and does justice to what we're we're talking about. And because we'd hope, as as listeners, that's because we listen to podcasts as well as listeners. That's what I want the people I'm listening to to do. Yeah. That's part of the reason I'm listening to them is because they, they're committed to it and taking it seriously and, and doing as good a job as they can for that episode. And that's all I'm I'm after, really. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I guess with uh, where can folks find your podcast? We've mentioned a few times, I guess, but in just the typical wrap-up, I guess, where on, <laughs> okay. on the internet, where can they find you and your podcast? Uh, to find the podcast, if you go to motoringpodcast.com, you will find there. Uh, you will be able to search through uh, old news shows. That's under the news uh, tab. Uh, and rear view is there as well. So uh, you can have a look through there. To find me, probably, the, well, the best way is Twitter. If you would like to talk about podcasting, I am at clueless that's uh i've got to remember have i got underscore in there somewhere yeah uh, c-l-e-w underscore l-e-double-s yes sorry i can't remember i I don't tweet myself uh so i'll I'll talk about non-car related things there and hopefully how the western world is burning to the ground socially (laughs) Uh, i'll stop that i'm sorry everyone uh but (laughs) 
<laughs> but if you want to talk about uh, UK-ish centric car type stuff, I am uh, at Crack Windscreen, which again was back in the good old days before we could write however long a title we wanted to ourselves. So it's uh, Cracked under uh, Cracked W underscore Screen. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I will send you links to all those. Chris. Yeah, well, I've got them in the show notes. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I know that's the funny thing too of of like I think I said in the last episode of like registering domain names or twitter handles or wherever that you don't actually say out loud before you register them and then having to go on a podcast and repeatedly say your, your twitter handles or, or whatever that's just, yeah just like i was saying with good stuff we had twitter originally we had good stuff underscore fm i think we just changed it after a while to just good stuff fm because it mm. just got too complicated to say but even that's funny because like is it two f's and then the fm or is it like all one creative <laughs> word or what, yeah good stuff. whatever them. Yeah, <laughs> depending on how frustrating a day it is, there might be an extra. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Andrew, for coming on the show, and uh, and hopefully, folks who are interested in, in uh, if there's some sort of crossover between podcasters and motoring enthusiasts, that they check out your show. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be and, great. Yeah, you've got a great back catalog, obviously, of of episodes uh, to, to check out, and I'm sure you're in all the whatever podcast players that are out there that folks might be we listening are. to. And uh, that's a, that is the benefit of doing a podcast for podcasters with podcasters is they're all, they know how to do all that stuff. Hopefully <laughs> they yes. subscribe I think we, and we like may and actually be in Spotify now. Somebody right, did request it. that we were in there. Uh, I'm not sure if we are, if they've finally approved us or not or whatever their system is, but yeah. uh, we did apply a while ago right so we might be in there yeah i've heard that they're getting through the backlog and, and seem to be accepting or publish or whatever um yeah publishing folks more frequently now when you when you request it so that's great see so if you're uh, listening to this um you can also watch a video version of this on our youtube channel i have no idea what our good stuff url is <laughs> to be honest if you go to goodstuff.fm we have links to our all our social stuff the youtube channel being one of them where i publish uh the video version of this podcast if you're watching this somewhere and you want to listen to it only you can go to goodstuff.fm slash smym and this is episode number 122 so throw a slash 122 on the end and you'll find this episode if you want to find uh, the audio version and or links to everything that we've discussed um one link in there that i'll just point out is i think andrew you're on the list right of the there's a podcasting community i'm kind of like it's an idea that i've been percolating for a long time in my brain of basically like you said at the beginning a way to get more friends because i sit at home in my basement <laughs> and i'd like to have people to talk to and why not do a way where they pay me to be my friend that's sort of the backwards way no i haven't even decided if that's going to be a thing but if the paying part is going to be a thing but anyways we we've uh no, it needs a, to be a thing chris yeah well it has to pay for itself it, it needs it needs to be a thing otherwise it will fall to the side and people won't take it seriously doesn't yeah, have to and be I, lots, but it, yeah. we we need we've got to show commitment to this. Otherwise, it's unfair on you, and yeah. it's unfair on however many get into it and really look to do this. Uh, and just you you haven't asked for this at all. But anybody that's seriously interested in podcasting and wants the help and everything, because this is what Chris's idea is all about, please do sign up to it because there's there's tons of communities out there where they talk about the same sort of stuff but it's regurgitating articles and things like this from what you've explained it to me in the emails and only to me because obviously you're only talking to me there chris when you write these emails <laughs> i know that uh, but, but in these emails i what i'm getting out of from your idea is that we're going to be uh it, it it's going to be a place where we can talk about the problems we're having or 
what we're finding is working for us and maybe it'll work for other people and it's advice and there's going to be no it's not a, it's no judging it's just we're all trying to do this f- from our own perspectives for the right reasons and we're here to help each other where we can that's what yeah. i've got out of your emails yeah, that's good. That's good to get sort of the, the reader, I guess not listener, reader feedback from what I've been sending out. Because I've been trying to sort of through email and kind of like uh, on display, as it were, um, you know, figure this thing out with folks and try to push people to like, yeah, either respond uh, if they're serious, not just because it, it tends to happen in podcasting circles anyways, where you kind of follow other people just to see what they're doing, but you're not really invested in it. And that's, that's fair. I like, I'm not judging folks for doing that, but yeah, for this thing, I'd like it to be something where for a bit of money like you said just to have a bit of a gateway so it's not just fly by night leave you know take what you want from it and leave um and and also just to pay for some server costs or whatever for forms and stuff like that but um definitely not a get rich quick or at all <laughs> scheme sign uh, up to your 399 yeah, 97 dollars exactly. a month because <laughs> i've tried honestly i've tried the building courses and stuff and that's like the fair play to folks who are doing that that's i think that's uh necessary thing on the internet and it's good um but it wasn't for me i'm more interested in like we're all in this together let's help each other figure this thing out i'm i might be a little further along in this one area but you're you're further along in another area and and vice versa and so um yeah for me it's it's a place to like kind of like hanging out because we're all remote for the most part and especially if you are remote from anybody else in your area who you know you're aware of who podcasts kind of a place to just hang out like Link to your latest episode, but not because you're going to get thousands of new listeners because people are promoting it or whatever for you, just to like get some feedback on like, hey, that that worked, this didn't. Why don't you try this? What if you tried using Isotope for this? Or send me this file and I'll help you fix that and I'll send you this and fix that or whatever, those kinds of things. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's this whole community to, to help each other because, you know, I've been bumbling along on my own here doing this and you've been more than generous with your time over twitter when i've asked you questions and stuff and you have you've helped out where you can uh, and so has the likes of ray and other people but if if we've got this one place we can all go to that we can ask each other these things and we're we're all prepared to help each other because we've all had problems we've all needed help and we've not yeah. had it <laughs> and we've had to find it out the hard way so if we yeah. can help each other out then i i just think it's a brilliant idea and i i hope it succeeds thanks yeah and so there's a mailing list sign up right now it's just a mailchimp landing page right now because i hadn't decided or we hadn't figured out a name and, and i just did a poll that ended just yesterday um sent it to the mailing list first and then just went twitter wide and it's kind of compared the results and so now from that actually it kind of solidified i was worried that it would be like one of the names the options I, there wasn't any that i really hated i only put you know, options i liked but like if everybody kind of pushed in a direction that i didn't really like um and i can't remember what i sent it to my wife and got her to vote and i was like oh shoot you broke you tied it now because she she voted for the one that was a little less but anyways um so it looks like a name's kind of come through for that now i'm just deciding on you know okay got some confirmation, registered domain name and get started now is the next step. So I've kind of been documenting rather than blogging or whatever, it's been through the newsletter and, and kind of just documenting that way. And so you can follow along if you want sign up and obviously you can unsubscribe at any point and, uh, and then we'll, but we'll go from there and, uh, and sort of let you know about next steps as we kind of work it out a bit together. Obviously I'm, I'm driving it, but like, I think you can attest to the fact that I'm more than probably a little bit too erring on the side of getting reader or listener feedback (laughs) in decision making. Um, But uh, rather than sitting on an idea and and never going anywhere with it, um, it's kind of like, yeah, that's something I'm trying to push forward with. So, Yeah, if you uh, can get it open, then we can shout at you how you're doing it wrong. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
So, uh, you can follow the show at, uh, on Twitter, twitter.com uh, slash SMYM underscore FM. I do have an underscore there. I'm iChris on Twitter. And then the main one is, is just, uh, good stuff. FM on Twitter or goodstuff.fm is the website. And uh, there's also a link on the show page if you want to be interviewed on a future episode of the show. I think next week-ish, Kyle will be back. I forget what the schedule is off the top of my head, but Kyle and I'll be back chatting about podcasting. And then uh, there's still a few more folks to chat with in the interview. And um, just like Andrew, if you want to be on the show, feel free. And uh, I don't think it's too scary to do, um, <laughs> hopefully. No, nope, not at all. And uh, yeah, we'll have a good chat about podcasting. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing wherever you happen to be in the world. And uh, I'll talk again next episode. Bye. <laughs>